0: Turn your Bibles to Joshua chapter 1. The Bible says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord. So that's your context, right? After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun. I was wondering how the Catholics felt about that. Think about it. Think about it. The Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give them to the Israelites. I Catch this, verse 3. I will give you every place where you set your foot. Hello? What a promise. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon. Nina? Yeah, Lebanon. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, All the Hittite country to the great sea on the west. Are you ready for verse 5? No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. One person heard that, so I'll read it for the rest of you. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. God in heaven, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we invite you to come into this space. I'll just walk this circle, Lord, and exercising the the anointing that you have put into me to lay claim to that which you direct me to lay claim to. And right now, I, I walk a circle around this flock, these, the sheep of your pasture, not as a shepherd, but as a sheepdog. You are our shepherd, Lord. I'm a sheepdog, and I just walk around this and lay claim to these people for you. There's not a person inside this circle, Lord, who will escape the move of your spirit today because you fulfill your promises. Come Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. So Rob and I started a series that we're calling In the Image of God, because what told you, we want to help everybody understand who they are, what your, the core identity is as followers of Christ. And uh, the Bible is rich with information about that, and it starts by understanding that we're created in the image of God. It all starts right here. you got to understand that. If you want to step up into what God has for you, it starts by understanding you're created in the image of God. The first message I told you that that means that you are the bigger part of you is spiritual and eternal. That's not the smaller part of you. We tend to think that the bigger part of us is what we see around here and that the smaller part of us is some kind of spirit man living inside of us. But the reality of the Scripture says that you are essentially spirit and eternal and you're just borrowing, you're just renting this space, right? This is the part that's going to go. It starts there in understanding that as we live our lives, we live as spiritual eternal creation. And then Rob said last week that being created in the image of God means that we're created for relationship. We're not created to do any of this alone. And uh, as God, God created himself, as however he did that, don't ask me, please don't send me an email about that one. As, as God existed, as God has always existed as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, he's a model of the perfect relationship. And, and he calls us to be created in his image. Well, today I want to tell you that Created in the image of God means that we are created to exercise kingdom authority. We're created to exercise kingdom authority. If you turn back in your Bibles to Genesis chapter 1, we'll go to that. It's real easy to find. It's the first page, all right? You might have to flip one page to go to verse 26. And there the Bible says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image in our likeness, and let them, catch this, let them rule over the fish of the sea. You know, have authority, right? Let them rule over, he made us for authority. Let them rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over the creatures that move along the ground. Verse 27, so God created man in his own image, in the image of God he created him, male and female he created them. God blessed them. Did you know God wants to bless us? God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Well, that we have been obedient to. Fill the earth and subdue it. Subdue it. It's authority. Rule over the fish of the sea, birds of the air, over every living creature that moves, moves along the ground. So there we see right there that as God created us in his image, part of the extension of his image or the expression of his image in us is to have his authority. He wants to express his authority Through us, um, Karen and I were doing our Bible thing. Uh, it must have been on Thursday because one of the things we like to do is we just like read together whatever psalm of the day it is. So it must have been on Thursday because it was Psalm 8. And uh, in Psalm 8, I was struck because my my head was kind of all here because I was getting ready for the message and stuff. But in verse, uh, verse 5, it says about man, You made him a little lower than the angels and crowned him with glory and honor. Verse 6, You made him ruler over the works of your hands, you put everything under his feet. So there's a kind of authority that's an essential part of who we are, right? Matthew 28. Anybody get to Matthew yet? Seriously, that's it? It's the first book of the New Testament, you guys. You get to Matthew at the end chapter, Matthew 28, Jesus Christ, he's lived, he's died, he's risen again, and as the risen Lord... Just before he gets ready to depart to heaven, ascend to heaven, he gives these words to his disciples. He says, all authority, catch that, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So you say, didn't he have all authority before? No. remember, Philippians 2 says he laid down his right to be God while he was with, there were certain things that he laid down. But now, He's died on the cross. Now he's risen from the dead. And now he's been fully restored. Because if you keep reading Philippians 2, it said he he did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but he made himself nothing, taking on the form of a servant. And he became obedient to death on the cross. And then it says, therefore, as a result of that, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him a name above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow, every tongue confess. Right? Hello? That Jesus Christ is Lord. And so when he's talking now, he's, he's in a fully restored. And he says, all authority has been given. You could put in parentheses back to me. And what does he say next? Therefore, you guys go on and get out of here. He said, you guys go. Go and, and do what? Right? Make disciples in that authority. You guys go out in that authority. And so when Jesus said that, he was... He was Setting up a relationship where the authority of Jesus Christ, all authority, is given to the world through us. Through us. It's it's an extension of his authority. It's not a transference. And I think people get this wrong. They think that Jesus has given me his authority. No. Jesus has just cleared out the hose so he can extend his authority through you. It's not your authority. Therefore, you don't have you don't have the capacity to make some of the decisions about what happens next that you're making. Hold on to that. You've got to let God do that. And so what Jesus is saying is that in this relationship that we have with him, anybody have a relationship with Jesus Christ? Okay, then something's happening. Something is flowing from him, and that's authority. Kingdom authority. It's flowing from him through you to the world. Probably 30 years ago, the great pastor, Jack Hayford, wrote a song that we used to sing a lot. Sing it with me if you know it. It goes like this. Majesty, worship His majesty. Unto Jesus be all glory, honor, and praise. Majesty. Majesty. Kingdom authority flow from his throne unto his own, his anthem. Okay, now you know how it goes. Everybody sing. Majesty, worship his majesty unto Jesus. Be all glory, honor, and praise. Lift your hands to the Lord. Majesty, kingdom authority. Flow from his throne unto his own. His anthem raise. So exalt. So exalt, lift up on high, the name of Jesus. Magnify, come glorify, Christ Jesus the King. Majesty. Worship His majesty. Jesus who died, now glorified, King of all kings. Hallelujah. 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 Kingdom authority flows from His throne unto His own. Who belongs to Jesus today? Raise your hand. Don't raise your hand if you don't belong to Jesus, but raise it if you do, okay? I'm not trying to make anybody do anything, but I'm just saying, you need to make a public, you need, to, you, you need to come out. I belong to Jesus Christ. Well, kingdom authority flows from his throne unto his own. Kingdom authority, what is it? Does it mean we're going to rule over the fish of the sea and the stuff? I mean, what does that mean today? Well, exercising kingdom authority as believers is a state of reality that happens when we boldly release our faith and the author and catch this and the authority of Jesus Christ into and over a place or situation. When we boldly release our faith and announce the authority of Jesus Christ into a situation, what we're doing is we're carving out space. Carving out space for the Lord to come and fill. Anybody read Acts chapter 2? So the believers, what were they doing in Acts chapter 1? They were all together. And they were praying, right? There's a whole bunch of them in some upper room. And uh, what, And they were carving out space for the Lord. Did he come? Oh, yeah. If you haven't read that, you've got to get there. Acts chapter 4, um, they were having another prayer meeting because a couple of the guys had been thrown into prison for doing what? Healing somebody. And so here's what they prayed. They just got out of prison, and here's what they prayed. They said, Lord, stretch out your hand to perform miraculous signs and wonders among us. So in other words, could we see more of that healing? It's getting some attention here, right? And what were they doing? They were carving out space. Did the Lord come and fill? Verse 31, I think it is, it said the place where they were meeting was shaken. They were shaken. Holy Spirit came and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. It said and spoke the word of God boldly. God loves to come where we announce his presence. We were created in the image of God in order to be the ones who exercise kingdom authority. You can do that. Releasing faith to declare the kingdom. John the Baptist and Jesus, they, had, they rolled out with the same initial message. Do you remember what it was? Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand, right? They both said the same thing. Repent. In other words, turn to me because the kingdom of God is at hand. Peter and John, they were on their way to pray in Acts chapter 3. They were on their way to pray and they encountered a man who had been crippled from birth, right? And the guy called out to him for money because he had no way of earning anything. And and Peter looks at him and he says, silver and gold I do not have. I don't have any money. But he said, but what I have, I give you. What did he have? He had the Holy Spirit. He had the authority to announce something. But what I have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ. Walk. He reaches out his hand. Did the man walk? Did the man run? Did the man jump, it says? He just created space for God to come. Exercising kingdom authority, you got to get this, is always about God and His kingdom. It's never about us. It's about God and His kingdom and what He wants to do. And this is where the church has gone off the rails in some in many cases with this prosperity gospel stuff. Listen, I think God wants to bless you. But some of the, one of the worst things you, some of you could get is more money. Right? Until you get totally stripped down to surrender to God. Some of the worst things that could happen to you is you get a raise. Oh, don't talk like that, pastor. Until all your money belongs to God, you don't need any more. Prosperity gospel says, hey, you have authority. You can go out and you can stand in front of the car lot and say, I command that Lexus to be mine in the name of Jesus. Sometimes people come and say, I did that and I got the Lexus. What do you mean you got the Lexus? Well, I was approved for the loan. God did not give you that Lexus. You got a big, thick payment book is what you got. Don't blame that on God. God. Seven months later, you know, you got french fries down between the seat and the Lexus, and you're going, I can't make my payment. Why did you do this to me, right? Come on, people. Announcing the kingdom isn't about us. It's about Him. It's about God and what He wants to do. Exercising kingdom authority is never about trying to control people or situations. It's Listen, exercising kingdom authority is a matter of releasing faith and inviting God to exercise His control over people and situations. You don't need to help God by telling Him, okay, now that you're here, here's what you need to do. (laughs) I mean, that just sounds presumptuous at the core, doesn't it? In fact, I need to warn you, if you get into this teaching and you start doing this, one of the first things that will happen is when you, when you announce the authority, kingdom authority into the place, the first element of control is going to be God's control over you. He's going to control you. So he doesn't, it's not something where you gain control. It's something where you end up having less control. But that's a good thing because Jesus modeled something for us, right? In John 5, 19, he said that I only do what? what I see the Father doing. So it's a good thing that He takes control over us because then we can get into the flow of what the Father's doing. I mean, we can be moved by a situation by a person and come and announce the kingdom, but when we exercise kingdom authority, it's a Jesus-take-the-wheel kind of moment, right? you got to give it up. Exercising kingdom authority is releasing kingdom faith into any given situation. Making space for the Holy Spirit. It's inviting the rule and reign of God. I want you to think about your job. I want you to think about your school. And I want you to just ask yourself, does that seem like a place where God is in charge, where He's ruling and reigning over it? And if the answer is no, is that well, you need to do something about that. (laughs) You need to announce the rule and reign of God. You don't have to stand in the commons students you don't I in the name of Jesus you don't have to do that Listen you high school students you can walk through your halls and you can see that one kid and you can secretly quietly from your heart say Holy Spirit come exercise kingdom authority over him And then listen to what he says next. You might have just bought yourself a new best friend. You got to give up control. Our longest-standing elder Don Ivers—he's probably still back there praying. I don't know if he's out. Has anybody? Anybody let Don out yet? All right. He's back there where he belongs. Don Don, and Kathy have together. They have led the longest standing home group in the church. And recently God has called them to engage their, their home group members to go out on the off home group nights to schools, walk around them, and pray. Pray the kingdom of God. in. Isn't it great to be a part of a church where that's something that someone would do? I think so. Right. I exercise kingdom authority over this place all the time. That's why I walk the wall. That's why I walk the wall. But I don't walk the wall saying, God, would you give me control over these people? I walk the wall and says, God, they're all yours. They're all yours. Exercising kingdom authority is something that can and should be done more than once over a given place or situation. It's not a one-time thing. Some of you have passionate prayers for your children; and they're still not saved. Well, you're not dead yet. Pray it over the school. Doesn't change. Okay. Pray it over my workplace. Doesn't change. Okay. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Many of you know that in 2002, our beloved Pastor Denny Tatman left our staff here to plant the Madison County Vineyard in London, Ohio. And uh, that was a high cost because he was precious to us and an amazing fella. He was here for the men's conference and he was the guest speaker and did some cool Holy Spirit ministry among us and stuff. That was a good day, wasn't it, brothers? Yeah, that was good. That was good. And, uh, Anyway, so, you know, he just brought back a lot of memories and stuff while he was here. And I uh, was thinking about when he left here to plant the church, took a handful of people with him out in London, and uh, some of the things that we did to, to uh, just exercise kingdom authority before he started. And so there was, uh, we remembered a time when we went out there and we just walked the streets of London I, for the whole day. We just walked through the streets of london and we just prayed we just prayed we just prayed and you know there's something that comes off a spirit-filled believer when they do that there's a residue there's a power that comes off and we just prayed and so not too long after that because he decided london was his spot we went out and we rented a cessna 172 at bolton field and and we got in there and it's like karen whenever she used to fly with me she'd say it's like a volkswagen on with wings she said and so you're kind of crammed into this little plane together, right? And powered it up and got clearance and off we took. And uh, I'd fly the plane. I would just circle, circle around London and just bank it so Denny could look out his window, right? And just bank it. And he would just pray. He would just pray kingdom authority over the whole city. We'd spot a church and we'd just pray God's blessing on that church. And it, was, it wasn't just once I don't know how many loops we made that day. We just kept praying, right? We just kept praying. There, after they got started, they had so much trouble getting started. It was a hard start. God bless them for persevering. It was a hard start. And they couldn't get any space in London. And so they rented this little carpet place outside of London. And uh, they would meet in there. And one night, God woke me up in the middle of the night and 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 said, go and pray for Denny's space. Go and and we still live in Westerville, London. And it was raining so hard. And so, you know, what do you suppose I did? Oh, well, I went or I wouldn't be telling the story, right? Of course. I, I'm smarter than that. And, and so uh, off I went and in the rain, just stood out there and, and just, just prayed around the property. You've got to keep announcing kingdom authority. Then he said when he and Lori... They, they they got there and they started walking the streets of London. He said people were not kind to them. They were they were not engaging in a way you would expect. And he prayed, God, how here's what he prayed, God, how how are we going to break this ground? And he, here's what he said: the Lord spoke to him. He said, "You're going to break this hard ground through kindness." And for three years, every week they would they would do some kind of kindness ministry into the city of London. And I mean, what they've done—they are a kindness church. And uh if any of you are done with me, go there, okay? Um it's really a great church, okay? All right. Well, I, I guess that you know, I guess I just want to say that God seems to love to fill the spaces that we carve out for him. That you have a capacity and you maybe you didn't know till today. Would you do me a favor and look down at your feet? Go ahead. Just 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 have a look at your feet there. some of you dare to say out loud, I have Joshua's feet? Try it again. Look down at your feet. Would any, would any of you dare to say, I have Joshua's feet? I just want you to think about this principle, this kingdom dynamic, that God is authorizing you as an extension of his authority to go. Does anybody have restless feet? Anybody got the spiritual restless leg syndrome on, huh? I mean, is God speaking to you about, you know, where where I need to extend God's authority? You need to walk it out. You know, Moses, he sat on Mount Pisgah and he looked over at the promised land, right? That's all he did. He saw it, but Joshua walked it out. David saw the temple, but Solomon walked it out, right? Jesus Christ said to his disciples, go into all the world. He saw the world coming to him, but but he said, you guys have to go and walk it out. John Wimber saw a whole bunch of churches, vineyard churches like this, and we have been privileged, blessed, to walk one of them out, right? And if you have restless fetus, because God, God, God is calling you to walk out something that someone else has seen, and it's your turn to walk. It's your, so if you're feeling that, like, I need to walk that. I need to exercise kingdom authority That's what you need to do. Where would you be called? Feel called to pray in kingdom authority. Where would you like to see the kingdom of God break out in your world? Think about that for just a second. Because I'm going to tell you how you can do it. I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it. I would like to ask you to bring to mind a place, a person, a situation over which you would like to declare the kingdom of God. Just take a second. Not all of you will be there. It's fine if you're not there. Don't, Don't think you're second class, anything like that. But if you're thinking that right now, I would like to be shown how to declare the kingdom of God into that situation, into that person, into that place. If you have one very clearly in your mind, and only you, only you who have one clearly in your mind, I'm going to ask you to stand. Don't stand if you don't. It's fine if you don't. Only if you clearly have one. So you have one, and what you're thinking is, now I need somebody to show me how to do it, right? All right, follow me out to the lobby, I'll show you.